podcast. This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And today is Thursday, May sixth, twenty twenty one, and it has been a very, very busy day for reselling, for restocks, all sorts of things like that. And I have completely, completely bypassed it all. <laughs> I completely missed all of it, and. It was kind of by design. I didn't want to miss out on anything, but I've had a lot going on at my day job, and I've also had kind of an issue trying to not get distracted with just things on Discord and things like that whenever something restocks. And so I figured, okay, I'm going to take a couple of weeks and just take a break from it all and really focus on getting these systems part of my business put together and then also focus on getting some of the projects finished at work and stuff like that so I really haven't had any notifications on on my phone at all and haven't had any on on my computer or anything and I saw that they restocked a bunch of stuff today which was kind of a bummer because I mean if it was if it was a day where I had time and stuff like that probably could have made uh, at least one to two k and just didn't and it is what it is like I said I kind of planned on this happening where I would kind of not be able to go for releases this week just kind of go for sneaker releases and then maybe some foot site releases on the weekend but honestly my main focus right now is just trying to get this stupid spreadsheet finished and then trying to get the rest of the stuff finished up that I've been working on so once I finish that then I'll move over towards more of my shipping area get that set up figured out optimized and and just go from there so that's kind of what I'm looking at right now it sucks whenever you miss out on things but like I said it is what it is it's kind of by design that I did that because I figured, hey, I'm not going to be able to get everything every time, and I am not getting anything done by trying to go after all these things in the middle of me working on other stuff. So you kind of have to pick something, and sometimes you end up missing out on some profit. But ultimately, it ends up leading towards a lot more money down the road. It's just down the road. <laughs> so that's kind of what I am working towards right now is trying to make something that's sustainable for the long term, not just something for the short term. So that's what I'm working on, but it has been something that's been a work in progress. And one of the things that I've really been looking at trying to figure out how I'm going to do is a SKU system for my business, because that will help me scale a lot better. It'll help things be a lot more organized. It'll help me kind of get a way of doing my own thing where I can put a SKU system in place and eventually outsource that to somebody to ship for me. So not anytime in the near future, but whenever I have the ability and whenever I have the means to, and whenever I actually need somebody to, when I'm making a lot of sales, it would be nice to be able to outsource some of these sales and selling or some of the shipping and things like that. So I see a lot of people that have issues whenever they're going away because they have to put their store on vacation mode or they have to put their store on these insanely long handling times. I mean, imagine if, imagine if something happened to somebody in your family or if something, maybe you, you work for yourself, you've made a lot of money and you want to be able to take a trip and you're doing something like 25 to 100 sales a day and you want to take a month off. Maybe you want to go tour Europe or whatever you want to do. Like go do all these fun things and you kind of, you're held back because your business is going to have a lot of terrible months or at least a lot of terrible weeks following that trip if you don't have, if you don't have anything in place for the items to be shipped because you're either going to have to put your store in vacation mode or move all your item handling times way, way back, make them like 30 days. And at that point, it's going to be a very, very, tough time trying to get your store going again because when you make big changes like that on ebay they tend to they tend to kind of freak out and be like okay what's going on with the store this is a little bit weird we're going to dial things back and it sends less traffic to your store so that's something you don't want to avoid i mean also the fact that it allows you whenever you have somebody to ship for you to make you money without you having to be there 
because you can list on whenever you're not at home. You can sell whenever you're not at home. You can source whenever you're not at home. But the the shipping part of stuff that is located in your your area, wherever you keep your inventory, that is something that needs to be done by somebody. And you can't always be with your inventory unless you have some way of packing it up in your car. And obviously that's not sustainable if you want to go overseas or it's just not sustainable at all if you want to scale. Because if you can fit everything in your car, you're either selling sports cards. And I highly doubt if you're selling sports cards, you want to carry all that around with you in your car. I mean, that would be like a crazy amount of of value to having your car like somebody robs you you're screwed or you know you just don't want to carry all that with you like that's stupid so if you want to scale and you want to be able to grow you have to be able to get more inventory and have somewhere to store it and you can't carry that with you all the time so what are you going to do you have to have somebody that can ship for you when you're not at home and so in order to get to that state you have to kind of reverse engineer and go what do i need to be able to do that well i need a place that's accessible by somebody that possibly and probably is not my home because I don't want somebody to have a key to my house. That's that's not ideal. Like you don't, you, who gives their employee a key to their house? Like I don't even have a key to half of my family. Like I don't have a key to any of my family's houses, and and that's like extended family. Like why would I have a key to my employer, or why would my employee have a key to my house? Like that's weird. So you don't really want to have them coming in, at least in my opinion, unless you really really know them. And even at that, I would rather have it secluded somehow, some way where they couldn't actually get into my regular house. Because it's just, it's a little bit weird. It's a weird relationship at that point. But that's one thing that I would want to have. And you can easily take care of that by having some sort of a storage shed or storage unit or area in your backyard. So if you can find a place with a backyard that you can fit some sort of storage trailer or something like that. The other thing you could do is have some sort of storage unit where you keep your stuff and you have somebody come in there and ship for you. Which would probably be... The more sustainable option for a lot of people especially if it's like an industrial storage unit it's just going to cost a little bit more because a lot of times when you put that that storage area on your property one you can use it and two it's it's paid off and once it's paid off you have to stop you don't have to pay it anymore so it's a lot more of an upfront cost usually but it would cost a lot less in the long term so those are the two things that you need to have but in in turn with that you need to have a way to store your stuff you can't just throw it all in there i mean imagine if you just threw all your inventory in a big pile and said okay mom dad random person that's going to come in here and help me ship like go find this and they don't even know what it looks like they don't even know what color it is they may know what it is maybe you'll show them maybe you'll give them access to your ebay account where they can view you'll give them limited access because you can do that the multi-user access can ship for you so they can generate shipping labels and ship for you so you're going to go okay a random person that's shipping for me that I haven't figured out who it is yet but you, you end up finding that person you say can you go in and find this item and they're looking for hours and they can't find it and you realize that you may not even have put it in there you may have put it somewhere else then what like now you have sales that aren't going through you're having customers that are upset you have the person that's working for you frustrated because you run a very legitimate business shouldn't you have some sort of way of finding all this stuff and that's kind of what I'm working on right now is finding a SKU system a way to keep the the items in my business organized until I can find a way to get those sold. So whenever I sell them, I ship them out and it's very easy to to have somebody come in there and look for them for you and, and ship them out for you. So that would be something that would be helpful for having the ability to scale and the ability to outsource at some point. And so that's what I'm working on in addition to the fact that I just need a way to get organized. My stuff is starting to get everywhere it's not bad. I mean, you could find things easily, but I'm the only one that knows where they're at. So if I need somebody to run over there for me, because it's pretty close to where my dad works, like he has a, it's a place, like he can get there pretty easily. So where I keep my stuff and 
if he goes over there, he doesn't know what the items look like, and there's no SKU system for him to be able to grab something for me on his way home or whatever. So that's kind of the tough part. The, the thing is, like, trying to find a place that I can store all of it and, and make it easily accessible and easily able to figure out what's what and where, what is where, that's something that a SKU system would help greatly with. So that's what I'm looking at right now, and kind of the way that I'm thinking about doing it is a lot of stuff I've been taking from other resellers because they're way smarter. Like, they've been doing it for a while. Why not take... Like, if you have the keys to the kingdom and they're, and they're right there, like, why wouldn't you just use those instead of trying to find your own land? So, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I found somebody else who, Daily Refinement, has his own SKU system that he's been using. I don't know where he got it from. I don't know if he made it up. Basically, he just has a bunch of those big plastic, like, those big black plastic racks that you can get at, like, a Lowe's or Home Depot, like, the storage shelves. And... He has a bunch of those, and then he has, like, a bunch of U-line boxes, and he literally just labeled them, like, 1 through 100, and then his SKU system, I think, for each box goes up to, like, something stupid, like, 100 or 1,000. So, like, crazy, crazy high volume there. He can store, like, up to 100,000 items. So, that's a lot. Like, that's a ton of inventory. Maybe it's 10,000. 10,000 or 100,000, it's still a lot of inventory either way. So, like, he has a good way of doing it. He doesn't lose stuff. He figures out where things are. And it seems like it's a pretty easy way to go about things. Okay, box number one, this is item number whatever. And I have a similar way that I'm going to go about it. I'm going to give each item just a new number whenever I buy it. So the way that my spreadsheet is set up that it just automatically generates a number every time I create a new column or I guess a new row. And so each new item is a new row and each new item gets its own unique number. So the number is going to be anything between like one and whatever the highest number I end up having of items. So if it's item number 1,020, so the item number would be 1020, and then depending on what bin I end up putting it in, I'll just put that number at the top of the entire SKU number. So it'll be like the bin number dash the item number, and that's all I'm gonna use for my SKU system, and it'll at least be a little bit easier to organize things because I can put items in the bins, and then I can, after that, take them and put them in the correct order that they need to be in so it's easy for people to find them easy for me to find them there's no questions it's this number and you easily can see okay it's in this bin because it's number it's bin number 10 and 10 okay go look for item 1020 well 10 1020 go look for that item you pick it out of the bin and then you move on and and that's a lot simpler that's easy to teach somebody that's easy to show somebody there's no sort of finagling there's no i've lost an item each item has its own number it has its own location it has a bin that it resides in it has its own item number that is unique to that item it makes things a lot easier and it makes things easier to sell too because what i can go back and do is whenever something sells let's say i buy let's say i buy 100 100 of an item which i've done before i bought 100 of the same item not at the same time, but over the course of a month. And I've sold 100 of them. How do you know which one is which in your sheet? If they're all named the same thing, it's very difficult to figure out, okay, I sold this item and now I have all these ones left. Did I sell out of it? Did I not sell out of it? And if you have a SKU system for each one, you can just look at the SKUs and say, okay, this SKU number sold, I can just knock this one down, knock this one down, knock this one down, and keep going and just take out the individual SKUs and figure out how many you have left. It's a little bit easier when you have it that way rather than just having all the same name whenever you have 20 that sold over the course of a week trying to figure out, okay, well, I have 20 that sold this week, but did I forget to mark one down last week? Did I? You can go back through and look at all of them and figure out how many you've had sell just based off the SKU numbers that you have marked down. So that's what I'm doing. It's going to be a lot easier for me. I think it's going to be helpful, but that's just something I wanted to share because having a SKU system, if I would have done it this way, if I would have found this video on how to make a SKU system when I first started, I probably would have done it 
just because it's so simple. Like bin number zero through whatever number bin you want to have, however many bins you have, just put that number at the top and then a dash in the item number. Super simple, super easy, can't really mix them up. And it's it's just like very, very easy to make sure that you have all the items where they need to be. So that's what I'm going to do. It'll be super helpful for me, I think, in just being able to stay organized. And it'll help a lot with trying to get things in my spreadsheets organized too, because you don't wanna, like I said, you don't wanna double count an item or forget to count an item and then not know. And so if you can go back and you can view on eBay what the individual SKU number is for each item that you sell, you just type that into your spreadsheet, find it, mark it as sold and move on with your life and not have to worry about whether or not the item the item is sold or whether or not you have the right item or, or vice versa or whatever. So that's what I'm looking at right now. That's what I'm going to be doing in the future. I just figured I'd talk about it now. Hopefully give you a heads up on what I'll be working on and clue you in. But with that being said, I'm going to go. So you guys have a great rest of your Thursday and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.